This college basketball picks edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by WinBet. Sign up using our link and receive a $500 risk free bet. That's right, $500. And if you send in your first bet slip, you'll get a free t shirt. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win for a $500 risk free bet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WYNN. We're also brought to you by Better Than Vegas. Better Than Vegas is the home for avid sports bettors, providing insights, analysis, and free betting picks. Better Than Vegas, it's like YouTube for sports betting. Make sure to subscribe to our page so you don't miss a pick. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. We're also brought to you by Better Edge. Better Edge is a stock exchange for sports bets, allowing you to buy and sell betting positions like a stock market. The best part is it allows you to bet with no VIG. That's right, no VIG betting that's legal in 40 states. Sign up at betteredge.com, promo code SGP for a free $10 bet. That's B E T T O R edge.com, promo code SGP. Finally, we're brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in pay per head providers. They make it super easy to start your own sportsbook. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. Hey, everybody, Joe Theismann here. You're listening to SGPN. So do this, let it ride. Welcome everyone to the Sports Gambling Podcast. I'm Sean, stacking the money green with my partner in picks, Ryan. Real money, Kramer. What's happening, Kramer? Uh, happy, happy college basketball. Happy conference championship week. Oh yeah. Uh, what else are we happy oh for? My God. Well, we got uh, Kobe Dan, aka the Dantavase, in studio. We're gonna be doing like a weekly college basketball picks, and uh, what better man to join us than the uh, database himself, aka Pick Dundee? What's happening, Colby? I mean, up here where Kramer lives in the mountains, it's just like a tornado out there. I feel like I'm in that. I feel like what, what was that? The Cowboys practice facility that collapsed? Oh yeah, uh, I think Cowboys practice facility. I mean, when you're thinking about facilities collapsing, the first one that comes to mind is, of course, the Metrodome. Metrodome, yeah. Ooh. When all the snow caved in, and again, another great reason why football should not be played in domes. Kurt Warner is on my death <laughs> list. All right, like, uh, look, I, I'm. I Everyone, Colby was reacting to uh, a clip. <laughs> Kurt, there were two crazy clips we saw this even since we last joined you on the podcast. One was Kurt Warner saying. All playoff games should be played in domes. Insane. What a little bitch, dude. I, and and I like Kurt Warner, but man, not me. There, there is no <laughs> way. How can you? How can you describe? I mean, really? That's a dude who played in the Arena Football League that went to you know a dome team and won a Super Bowl. But I mean, just disgusting. You little bitch. I, here's here's my thing about that. Yeah, I guess. Although in Kurt's defense, if I was a uh, if I was a guy bagging groceries and then I went and played football indoors, I might and I became a Super Bowl MVP, Hall of Famer. I might be particular <laughs> to indoor football. I see in Kurt's particular case. I just have a rule that I think quarterbacks should have been muted from 1990 on, right? <laughs> just uh, they've made the game like remember Manning when with, with oh the Patriots are holding us, right? And they changed the defensive holding rules like. 
just shut the fuck up. Here's the problem. Yeah. Here's the problem with his take. It's a bad take in a vacuum without yeah. any context. But when you apply the context of what he was trying to explain, he wants every game to be played in a dome playoff game, every playoff game to be played in the dome so that we don't have seasonal variants affect a football game because he wants to see the best team advance. They were talking about the Ravens versus the bills. Yeah. Which again, it was 17 to three. We've seen one team get yeah. shut down in this postseason. And it's oh, the fucking Ravens. Also, yeah. also the Ravens. The what? Ravens. The Ravens are a run-heavy team. The Bills are the pass-happy team. If anything, <laughs> the wind would hurt the Bills, and it did. You saw Josh Allen on those deep balls, which he has been money all season, couldn't connect. I, I otherwise, w- it, otherwise, it would have been a bigger blowout because well, I he would had like guys open. I'd like to personally apologize. I feel like I've I've parroted things Kurt Warner has said in the past. I feel like he was an everyman, a blue collar gentleman, no, uh, no, no. someone who who lived the American dream. <laughs> but but this is what happens when we see you elevate yourself class wise, and now you look down <laughs> on the people and say you're fucking disgusting. Yeah. Play yeah. your games inside, you filthy animals. Well, he's one of these quarterbacks that you know is going to be like he he's pro this this rule of barely touching the quarterback. How many times did he win the Super Bowl? Once. 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 Okay. Like Drew Brees. So maybe not an, a Hall of Famer. Oh, he's definitely a Hall of Famer. <laughs> uh, what another so, uh, clip that really uh, was? I, w- I, I wouldn't vote him. <laughs> another clip that was really blown everyone's mind was uh, Colin Cowherd. Yeah, well, he said <laughs> he was suggesting that if. If Patrick Mahomes hasn't cleared the concussion protocol by Sunday, they should reschedule the conference championship. Which is, again, insane. Uh, is he just trying to antagonize people? It's and got It's got a mission be. accomplished, yeah. Colin Cowherd, because he's so bad. Well, I mean, he was—he's one of the original, like, low-key shock value white yeah. guy, like, b- below below the radar hot take guy that says things just to like be Skip Bayless. Oh, hot, hot, no, but. Hot, hot, hot. But here's the like skip Bayless leans into the character. Yes. Colin Cowherd is like, I'm a, I'm a a, a smart opinionated man on a talk radio show. You should listen to me. He's not like, look at me. I'm going to say some crazy shit. So he's passing it off as if it's like an actual, like well thought, like a thoughtful thing to say. But I mean, it wouldn't be the first time he said something that was completely asinine. Well, so. I, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I, I I just think between him and Warner, whose comments were but, dumber. But are, I get I, it. Mahomes yeah. is important to the league, just like LeBron or, or say Kevin Durant is important to that league. I, I don't think you can go around <laughs> saying that you want to see the best product out. Like no, the co- best product stupid. angle. If the best product was what you're looking for. Uh, you know, I, I don't. I don't think you would. You would play the championship at the end of the season. You would do like NASCAR, and you'd play your big event to start, so everyone was healthy and out there. But that's <laughs> fucking stupid. You know what they need to go back to is those NFL quarterback challenges, so the quarterbacks can all have their little fucking thing. But I, I'm all for this. By I'd love way, to see Chad Henney play. Colby, don't act like you don't watch those late night quarterback challenges. Like, man, this is this is great. Like, imagine getting these oh, guys had, to do this today. Dude, I had I had QB challenge uh, for Sega Genesis, just yeah. throwing those balls, dude, through the. Hoops. Me and NC Nick. This is how evil. This is why we deserve horrible things in life. We would uh, play a game randomly when we find a football. If any of our friends were on a bicycle, we would peg them, and it's quarterback <laughs> contest. So they they might not even know it's coming. They weren't aware they driving, were in a contest. Yeah, they're just you know biking down the road, and we're like, okay, 
quarterback contest, hit him in the head, you know, and <laughs> uh, but you know what? There was nothing better than hitting someone with an object while they were moving. You're talking about smear the queer. No, I'm anything like <laughs> like the, the time you go paintballing and you and you clip your buddy in the nuts as he's running full speed and just think about the complexity of that shot. Like one of the all time moments in my life was hitting someone in the dick with a paintball gun from about 50 meters while he was full sprint. Long cock Dro- dropped like a fucking deer. Like just went right down. I don't I don't know how a deer dropped, but I assume one, one guy of course we can back is uh, Joe Theismann, his book on display. <laughs> How to uh, how to be a champion every day available wherever great books are sold. So hopefully that'll help us with these college football or sorry college basketball. Fa- hold on, hold on. But wasn't the irony that the dome game between Brady and Breeze both quarterbacks were? I mean, yeah. Brady was average. That was, that was, like, those bro- were arguably the worst. I mean, I guess Lamar had the worst college or uh, the worst uh, performance of the weekend, but. Yeah, they looked they, both offenses. But Sean, if he was like inside, yeah. it would have been it would have <laughs> would have leveled the playing field, man. Okay. Uh, speaking of champs, champion offer over at WinBet. Make sure you sign up there if you're in Jersey or Colorado. DJ Nation, where are you at? Sign up over there. First deposit, you get a risk-free $500 bet. That wasn't enough. Send in a uh, screenshot of your bet slip with, uh, yeah, your first bet, and uh, email that in podcast at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Get you hooked up with a free can, shirt. Can I sweeten the pot? Sure. I'll, I will personally thank you on mm. air. Kramer now doing personal shout outs. Personal. If, if, if you, we're like hot 97 right now. I can look you in the eyes as I do it. All right. Maybe you'll freak some people out. We got or a, not a jam packed slate. We're going to uh, debut a new segment here. Colby's classroom where Colby <laughs> teaches us uh, something about college basketball betting. We also have real men of DGENs and uh after all those things, we got uh, the in- reintroduction of the Colby Dance six pack, six games against the spread, and then uh, you guys watching live in the YouTube, youtubecom podcast. We'll uh, we'll pick some of the games you guys suggest as well. All right, but time to kick things off with our uh, our next installment of Real Men of DGENs. SGPN presents Real Men of DGENs. Real Men of DGENs. We salute you. Colby Dant. That's right, Colby Dant. A lot of people would just <laughs> hang up uh, if their microphone made them sound like they were having a list, but not Colby. He powered through. I'm just sipping that beautiful whiskey you guys gave me. <laughs> 565. I think Blake Bortles is better than Dak Prescott. <laughs> What's great? Uh, do I still have a list? Yes, you do, Colby. You still have a list. And uh, number one on the charts, number one in our hearts, truly a real man of DGENs. We salute you, Colby Dan, dude, aka the database. I mean, dude, if I if I meet anyone with a list, I got now I gotta say like I gotta somehow find out a way to have them say Blake Bortles. <laughs> But but it was it was one of these moments too where as it was happening I think we 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 felt like we were being like this the, the Ashton I Kutcher thought I moment was like drunk or something maybe yeah it would have been a long day of watching football <laughs> and then it was like as if you decided to say every possible word with a th or an it S. was it was really beautiful the the lisperated words. <laughs> 
you, you had uh, that you kept rattling off one after the other. It was, it was truly, it was truly amazing. Well, dude, I, I did a, a locker room show on uh, on Monday and, and it went great. And I put it as a podcast. You can check it out the college experience, but um, you know, I was fine for like 30 minutes and then in the middle it just happened. Yeah. For like, for like three minutes. And then, uh, and then back out of it. So just a surprise, uh, surprise list belt. It's there. like when, uh, when Will Ferrell blacks out in the uh, debate in old school. Yeah. What, what just happened? That's Colby's lisp personality. <laughs> We're getting to see the other side. Before we get to uh, Colby's classroom, and it's not uh, how to speak properly. Again, to be clear, uh, it is not anything to do with the good folks over at the locker room app. It is only Colby and his headphones. I, I, well, I couldn't, I couldn't reiterate this enough. It's locker room's got that lisp. Filter. It's, it's we, not we, the headphones. Cause I didn't I've, use I've it last doing, time. I've been doing college you know, all the way back to my college days. So we're talking 20 years of audio radio. Never seen anything like that. Never. No, I've never heard of anything like that. Don't even know of any, there's no, that's why it's gotta be the app. I'm going to write them an email. Right. Well, you can join us in the locker room this weekend. <laughs> Kramer, before we get to Colby's classroom, mm. I was uh, I was doing some old um, some of my own college basketball research, oh. getting into it, getting uh looking at these games and, and watching the games with no fans in the stands. Yep. And we have always been huge proponents when March Madness comes around that we are going to hammer every first half under yep. for those uh those first what is it? Thirty two games. 30, well, and the round of four, yeah, so, so thirty six. Thirty six games. Thirty six first half unders. It's always great to go to a sports book and see how pissed uh, the uh, cashier gets when Ryan <laughs> hands them like eighteen hundred dollars and says thirty six <laughs> first half unders, please. Are we still going to do that now because of COVID? Yes. I mean, I'm assuming March Madness will happen. It's all going to be in one location, and there's not going to be fans in the stands. Does this impact the total though? And will this impact the first half? My, You're still all in on it. Macro thoughts are by then they will have enough data mm. to have adjusted, like like in the past when it took them a bit to adjust to the new shot clock. For example, by the time we got to the tournament, they had figured it out. They dialed in the totals, and, and so um, although I think that year in particular it was a, a bad year, I think for this year. Uh, I don't, I don't know if, if, if it matters, I I don't know if it changes because the handicap isn't about pe- teams being tight uh, well, because yeah, I mean, fans part- are in the stand. They're, they're tight because yeah. most of the, a lot of these teams are in a, in a situation where they're probably like this win is success. I mean, some of them are the first time ever on national television. Well, there's that yeah, too. Yeah. And that's not going to change, yeah. right? If, if they're in a bubble somewhere, they're so, still so playing basically on the only thing that's changing is there's no fans in the stands. Now that maybe has some impact on them being less nervous, but not enough to sway us away now, from the unders. Do right? we, do we have all yeah. the locations? Because I, what it's I would all do, in Indianapolis, it's all in Indianapolis. Yeah. yeah. No, no. I understand that, but I need to know the gyms because yeah. one of the handicaps for the final four usually is the site line, the site, the eye lines of playing in those bigger arenas. Are they going to take a big football arena and chop it into multiple, or are uh, they purely I, going to just basketball arenas? No, like, it's several. They're using they're using the Colt Stadium. Yeah, so the Colt yeah. Stadium has to it, be. It actually might be really interesting to track the game, like if one region is being played there and another isn't, and then they're being played in standard basketball arenas. I wonder have, if there'll have, be any impact on the total. Have there. you seen the, the movie Hoosiers? I've seen the movie Hoosiers. Uh, you remember when they measured the court? Yeah, that that's Hinkle Fieldhouse. Yes, uh, that's actually where that game took place. But it's also where Butler plays. That they're using that stadium as well. Yeah, so I guess you know 
the fact that it's only, and this is where you get into the interesting part of it, right? After a couple games, it becomes an advantage to have experience. Well, yeah, playing and, and in the so same I, I, I think. I think what the angle is big picture is we still like the first half unders of that opening round. However, as the tournament goes along and they're not moving locations, they're playing in the same location over and over again, which I assume they're going to do. Cause what's the point of moving around? If you don't have to, then we're going to look to take the overs. Cause in the same way, the NBA, these dudes got really dialed in at some point. Cause they were just used to playing on and, the same court. And I think one of the areas we might see the small school get a little bit of a bump advantage wise is, and, and this is purely anecdotal. I have no evidence other than I would imagine the blue, the blue bloods tend to travel a little nicer. Yeah. And so perhaps once you get out of that first weekend, oh, if yeah. you're a smaller school, like same way, uh, not having got to go into the NBA finals, yeah, not having to go anywhere. Does that change? Cause you know, I would imagine Kentucky is probably flying in a, <laughs> a nice jet versus like maybe, maybe VCU is taking the bus home. Yeah. And, and now that you don't have to go anywhere, what does that mean? Because we've always liked to, to kind of short turnaround guys like uh, Izzo and guys who have coaching advantages, but now that we're leveling the playing field in terms of like body clock, uh, like all of that shit. Well, uh, another thing, and Patty C brought this to my attention because I didn't even think about this was that traditionally in the tournament they'll try to base it off of ge- geographics. Yeah, you know well, this, that's true too. This is not happening. They've already said that they're just going to take the the rankings of the teams mm. and you just play. So, but th- there will be f- there's no fans. There's no fans, but normally, like like last year, let's just say you know. Or no, I'm sure we didn't get one, but but like yeah, yeah, Duke always plays a game in North Carolina, yeah, whatever that where you know. Well, they also would align the 16 seed sometimes. So I guess to a closer from that perspective, then you know, I guess you can start handicapping that now. How far does a team have to travel to the games, and does that even matter? I I would imagine, especially if they're gonna they're how early do they get there? Like there's probably some logistics you got to figure out, but I think long story short, I'm still playing the first half unders for the first round. Yes. And, and I think the other thing that will be interesting is, and I've been saying, you know, but we probably started saying this in the summer, but like the, the fact that these, the mid major, the team with the experience that, that just got more experience, like that probably will matter. And I, you know, I, maybe it's a co- coincidence that some of the, the, the one and done schools aren't doing so well as compared <laughs> to teams that might even have more experience. Um, but you know, come tournament time, we always talk about it, right? You want that seasoned guy to handle the ball. You want oh, the senior guards. Want, I'm already, want, I'm already creating a little senior guard list. You want keep back, on yeah, exactly. You want the backcourt you can trust. You want the teams that can get to the line and, and, and sink, sink it. And so I do, I do wonder like that's, that's another area where you, you kind of, to me, it prioritizes some of those, like some of those things we hit on anyway, even stronger this year. Yeah, no, that's fair points. That's definitely fair points. So for me, like, I don't think I'm, I honestly don't think I'm going to change anything. I'm watching more college basketball now than I typically would. I plan on diving in like extra head first as we ramp up to the, the tourneys. And then yeah, by the time it's tournament time, I'll be pissed off when a bunch of my bet on teams get placed in seven, 10 and eight, nine matchups against <laughs> each other. And I'll be disappointed by a Virginia tech team that gets in as a four seed and somehow fucking shits the bed. <laughs> Although I, I do like this coach, I do like this coach. All right, let's uh, let's open up the classroom while we're doing that. I want to give a shout to Better Edge, man. If you haven't hopped on Better Edge, I don't know what you're waiting for. It's uh, 
It's basically VIG free betting. That's right, VIG free betting, legal in 40 states. Operates kind of like a stock exchange. You're buying and selling different betting positions. Just go to betteredge.com, B E T T O R edge.com. Use that promo code SGP, get a free $10 bet. And they're going to be doing weekly Wednesday and Saturday college basketball pick 'em contest. Here's how it works. $10 entry, winner take all. You're given um $1000 in edge coins and then you just kind of place the bets however you like them or you know, however you want to do it. And uh whoever has the most edge coins come uh, end of the day takes home the entire prize. Winner take all battle royale. Bunch of DJs enter only one DJN will be crowned the winner every Wednesday and Saturday college basketball just Go down to the competitions tab there. Can't miss it. Betteredge.com. Promo code SGP. Colby, Professor Colby, open up the uh, classroom. What do we uh, What did we learn in this past week of college basketball that we should keep an eye on when it comes to uh, tournament time? But really, just moving forward, betting on these games. Well, I mean, I, I think I've learned this throughout the season, not the past week. Uh, but I, I don't know how much you guys have been paying attention on the mid-major front all these conferences that are mid majors, including the mountain West, but, but a little bit different with what they're doing. Uh, they're playing back to back games. So they're, so essentially a VCU is playing uh Rhode Island. Yeah. They're going to play them twice and that's their two matchups for the season. It'll be at Rhode Island for both games back to back. Normally in a traditional season it would be a, a home and away. That's not going to happen. So it's actually been kind of crazy to, to handicap. Like I, we've had, a hard time doing it. I think as a collective me, Patty C and NC Nick, because you think like, okay, this team won by 30 Liberty just beat, you know, VMI or something by 30. They got to play again in 12 hours. They're still going to beat them by 30. They're just that much better. <laughs> no, that's not been the case. And, and you told yeah. me this uh, yeah. teacher Colby professor you told me this. And then Boise state proceeded to win the second game by 20 points yeah. over Wyoming at altitude. Got that Dude, one wrong. I mean, there, that's what I'm saying. There's some, uh, there's, there's some that have been like, to me, Navy has been on point okay. for me. Na- Navy's actually a really, they haven't been this good since David Robinson. Um, but there's a couple teams that have been able to, to Utah state another, um, but majority of them it's, it's, it's harder than you think. So I, I would say just be weary, pay attention to that from a gambling perspective. If you think perfect example, of like Western Kentucky, uh, you know, they're really good. I expect them to be a team that's going to give somebody fits in the NCAA tournament, but they're still losing these, some of these back-to-back games. Cause I don't think their attention's there. They got an, even, even though their roster has NBA players on it, classic millennials, they just can't focus. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's interesting because college basketball never had to deal with back-to-backs and now, now it's something we got to keep an eye on. Uh, I do think just the idea of playing the same team. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's just, especially it's like playoff NBA basketball where like it shit gets chippy. Like you, you know, like you play the same, you, you just went at it with this dude. You, you kind of figured him out maybe. And now it's just going to get chippier. Well, at least NBA playoff basketball, you know, that these teams have earned their way into the playoffs. This is like, okay, <laughs> you're going to have to play, you know, Lehigh and oh, you, just, come on. you just beat him. Oh, wow. I just ordered my CJ McCollum Jersey. <laughs> From like borisjerseys.com <laughs> says like three to five Dude, weeks gonna, depending on customs. You're gonna get put on a watch list. Uh, Be careful. But my point is, is that like if okay, whatever whatever team you want to say, you know, a, a team that's really bad, Chicago State. Okay, if if you're gonna play them and win by forty one night, 
then the next night you're thinking, I, I don't really need to get up for this. We're just going to destroy him. It and would you, be yeah. tough. Yeah. And you win by two. I mean, that's essentially what's happened in these things. And so it seems like if there is a blowout, especially in that first game, lean the dog and the points in the second, definitely in the back to back. Definitely. All okay. right. Professor Colby, let's get to the picks well, real, real quick. Uh, one thing I wanted to bring up, I told you, I, I like this Virginia tech team. I like this Virginia tech coach. Uh, when asked uh, about the Hokies being near the top of the ACC standing, Sean, and yes. in the national rankings, his response: "That's where we're supposed to be." Wow, we're Virginia Tech. Take notice, Fuente, you bitch. This is a coach. <laughs> How I wanna, to be a champion I every day? <laughs> I want to run through a wall uh, for this guy, just like I would uh, Joey Joey T. Hey, J- but Fuente looking like a winner after Hendon oh, Hooker ch- transfers to Tennessee a week before their program gets essentially. Uh, I think they're headed to the death penalty <laughs> or something, some type of. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. and and like you said, we could be uh, potentially rooting for a Quincy Patterson led uh, bi- Bison team yeah. from North Dakota. Bison. Probably not. Bison. Bison. Probably Buffalo. Bison. Bison. <laughs> No. Hey, it's like wow. So there's a lot of Italian fans up here. That's interesting. Anyway, uh, yeah, my a big big fan of this Virginia Tech coach. They're they're gonna they're gonna be scrappy, Colby. Oh, I'm I'm a fan. I'm Blue a fan collar, of that team. Maybe bringing the lunch. Love Aluma, the big man. Let's make yeah. some picks. Are they gonna get? Uh, no. What what was the coach who actually had the lunch pail? I'm blanking. Bud, Bud Foster. Bud maybe. Foster. Get that. Get the Bud well, Foster listen, lunch pail. Bud likes the booze. Yeah. And Bud likes. Uh, I have lunch a couple pails. Bud Fosters. <laughs> so I'm sure he's going to be hanging out. We got a great ACC matchup to open up the six pack. Georgia Tech at home, laying one in Atlanta, Georgia, four o'clock West Coast tip against Clemson. Clemson won four and one against the spread of the last six. They also got their ass kicked by UVA. Didn't look great against NC State. Colby, where are you at with this ACC battle? I mean, this this is a great matchup because I mean the ACC is up for grabs right now. I mean, we could all say Florida State looks like the team that could be maybe mm-hmm. Virginia after this that performance. Because I'll be honest, I, I was on Clemson that game and I was shocked because Clemson kind of uh, I thought had a shot, and I still think they have a shot to win the ACC. But there is a, a very experienced team. They were playing uh, at a top fifteen uh, style of defense, so I was like, okay, Virginia is the, the team that's lagging, and boy was I wrong on that game. But um. <laughs> Uh, Georgia tech is a, is one that I have. They're kind of an enigma to me because they, they have talent. Uh, Jose Alvarado really good. Oh, point he guard. was on my list. Michael, my, Michael he DeVoe, was, yeah. He was the guy I was doing. I was doing prep and I'm like this Jose Alvarado, 18 points per game. He's he fits that mold of like a senior finding himself last year, 87% from the free throw, good ball handler. Like those are the kind of guys you want to bet on the tournament. And I, I, I like Georgia tech here only laying one. Well, and, and, and to me, the field's wide open. I mean, they, they had some injuries and, and I, the only question really is Josh Pastner as the head coach, but I mean, between Alvarado, M- Michael DeVoe and Moses, Wright, They have a great one, two, three punch, but I'm still going to go with Clemson here. Clemson was playing big bounce back. Spot. Yeah. Come yeah. on. And, and, I mean, they Amir just got Sims little, they playing got little great brother. Yeah. They got, and you nailed they did it, right? get embarrassed yeah. by UVA. This, this is a Clemson uh, squad. That's kind of been a, a couple years in the making. Yeah. Um. They, they took like a, I think I've already talked about this, but they took a preseason trip to China. I believe uh, la- that's before where you want to yeah. go last <laughs> they year. They brought the virus. They brought the virus <laughs> and uh, they bond. Anyway, they, they went just, to an open uh, wet market. We're, we're, we're talking about one of the best defenses in the country. Ken Palm's seventh, uh, but most Ooh. efficient defense. And yes, I am bringing Ken, Ken. I was going to say the first Ken Palm reference of the uh, season. 
We know it's college basketball time, but is that pre? Because Virginia just was no, on no. fucking fire. I, I believe. <laughs> I think they might have been number one before okay. they got. Their I know ass they kicked. were like really good, but man, that was a statement game by the by the Wahoos. And I think you know, I I, ju- I just think it's such a bounce back spot. So I'm also going to be taking Clemson. Yeah, give me Clemson there. VCU at St. Bonnie, uh, St. Bonaventure Bonnies. Love the Bonnies. <laughs> Plus two and a half. What am I saying wrong? Colby? No, you're just funny. The St. Bonaventure Bonnies. The Bonnie. They're at. They're at the the St. Bonaventures. The, the Saints. St. Bonaventure. Didn't New York. It didn't flow. All right. You know what Little I mean? clunky. I'll admit it. <laughs> now talk me out of St. Bonaventure. They're they're four and one against the spread. They're I think they're four and zero oh straight up last four. VCU coming in one and four against the spread. And and even even in their wins they haven't looked great. What do we? Uh, wh- why shouldn't I take the home dog here, Colby? Um, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm probably going to back you, but I will say VCU is a team that is overachieved. They were supposed to, to really, they lost a ton of people. Uh, grad transfer to Texas Tech, uh, just got rid of a. They were starting pretty much a brand new team, so a lot of projections had them really far back in the A10. But no, you know this program's got studs and they got athletes. They got a full court press that always gives gives teams hell, and uh, that's essentially what's what's been happening with Nashawn Highland. And uh, and Kashawn Curry at the guard spot, and then Vince Williams Jr. at the forward spot. They have a good team, but I wonder about them on the road too, because mm-hmm. Saints is a team that uh, started their season really late because of COVID issues. But yeah. they have they have like four really good scores at all average double digits that I think. Now, for some reason, I feel like, and, and I didn't do the history on this, but I feel like VCU has their number traditionally. Something about the physicality of the Rams, but. I'm going to ride St. Bonaventure here. I think they're, they're more experienced. Kyle Lofton's a stud. Um, they, they're three guards. They're big man, a, a Sunni or whatever. He's a, he's a baller. So give me uh give me the Bonnies to get it done in, at home. You, and you reminded me of a point. Uh, Georgia tech has not played in a while. Also that that's an, yeah, no, the, the COVID thing, 17 yeah, that, days. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, you know, Clemson kind of coming off a situation where long layoff did not help. And, and I think uh, your, your nugget, your, your points about VC overperforming, you can see it in the spread uh, two and seven on the, on the road, their last nine, one and four over the last five and St. Bonaventure. I think again, you know, coming back to Ken Palm, some of, the, some of the things I start to like to look at are like massive discrepancies in say the offensive rebounding situation. Uh, St. Bonaventure is going to dominate the glass. And I, I think that they're also going to have uh, the ability to, to second chance point this. And, and again, VCU on the road teams on the road in general this year, again, watching a bit from afar, but it does seem like the road team. Uh, it matters. It matters this year. So yeah, no, I mean, I was doing the same kind of number crunching. It does. It seems like there is more of a home court advantage than you would expect because you know, traditionally college sports, that's what's so fun about the home crowd really goes nuts and seems like it can swing things. But I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, Colby, it seems like it's not really having that big of an impact or sorry. It is actually still having an impact without the fans. Am I I crazy there? Is it just the travel that you think? I think certain stadiums. Yeah. I mean, I I will say, I think Duke is a team you look at and and they've been bad, you know, pretty much what what travels Colby experience travel. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And inexperience (laughs) tends to not travel. And when you look at VCU uh, average uh, or with their experience rating 303rd in the country, you know, yeah. you might want to question their ability. Anyway, lots of time on the Bonnies. Lots of times on the Bonnies. We got a nice little uh, SEC matchup. Kentucky laying three and a half as they head into Athens, Georgia to square off against Georgia. Georgia, a home dog. 
I, I don't know this Kentucky team already feeling a bit fraudulent, but Georgia not amazing. Uh, but I, I feel like at home they've been pretty good. Although they are zero and ten against Kentucky, their last ten, so maybe Kentucky <laughs> has their number. No. But I, I don't think this is the sh- the same Kentucky team we've been seeing. And Kentucky, Georgia is seven and two straight up in their last nine games, so some of that probably dating back to last season. Kind of frisky at home. I don't know. I I feel like I just got to keep locking in on these home dogs. Am I crazy, Colby? I mean, this game's tough, man. It's tough because because Kentucky sucks. Well, I mean, you have that angle. I, I do <laughs> do expect them to to turn it on at some point. Uh, yeah, well, and it, it opened at two, and then and now it's minus three and a half. Is that just people taking Kentucky on the small number, or did something happen? Uh, COVID thing I missed. No, I think that's just the the Kentucky. You know, uh, Georgia's lost ten in a row. Probably that's probably yeah. what it has to do. But um, uh, the, Kentucky still has issues passing the ball to me. Like the, I know that early in the year, I watched the, a game against Richmond where they had seven assists for the whole game, which you're not going to beat many teams doing that. Uh, but BJ Boston, the freshman guard, he, he's got to figure things out. He's incredibly talented. So that's why I, I keep thinking this team will come around Keon Brooks. They're getting them well, back. They, they got time. Yeah. They got time. But at the same time, you well, look right now, January 20th. Are they, are they in the point where they can go in uh, in a hostile sec but, environment? Yeah. Kind of, kind of getting to that point where backs against the wall. Yeah, I mean, yeah. T- we saw tonight. Duke basically, I thought, p- played like a playoff game tonight. Uh, um, I don't think where, Kentucky can lose too many get more games. I, and I think you got to take Georgia just getting the points because even can, with Kentucky's wins against Mississippi State, that was double overtime. That win against Vanderbilt, they hit a three. They won by three, but they hit a three to win with like twenty seconds left. So, and Georgia's a lot better than Vanderbilt. Georgia's got one of the more compelling stories. I don't know if Tom Crean can coach, but that's the getting, problem. They, they had a guy, that, a, fr- a freshman that was ineligible that they just, they just got named Katie Johnson and he's a stud. So, and they only got him two games ago. Their team was already talented with, with Johnson and Wheeler. Uh, I'm sorry, with, uh, with, with Wheeler and, 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 and Keir. and then they get Katie Johnson. So uh, I, I think right now you got to play Georgia. It's tough because my, my, the thing I, you know, had you asked me to, to teach class today, substitute, <laughs> I would have said that I learned that Kentucky sucks. <laughs> That's what I would have learned. Eight. So I, I think, you know, there's a lot of heat right now. I guess you know, I was reading earlier that, uh, you know, every, every starting spot is up for grabs. I, I just, this is not the kind of adversity that coach K is, is typically dealing with. You know, Coach K, no Calipari. Sorry, yeah. Calipari is dealing with, and he's <laughs> just he's, you know, I I've always argued that he's a good. Obviously, what he's done with one and dones is impressive, um, but uh, he's not really ever had to deal with the one and dones really sucking. Like the he's really in, you know he's really invested in some guys that just aren't, they're not good. I, I want to see as the season continues with Keon Brooks. You know that he was he's been injured. They got him back like two games ago. Uh, and I think Boston will continue to get better. But yeah, I'll, well, I'll take and, the home dog. And, yes. and these and these one and dones that they're getting, or, or you know, that they're used to getting, I, I think possibly a huge difference is these guys didn't uh, most likely have much of a senior year basketball wise, or at least, and who knows what kind of training they were doing, it, it, you know, from when they were last playing high school basketball until they actually ramped up, yeah, you know, in in the college program, so even these one and done programs where it normally takes a long time for them to figure it out. I think it could even take longer and maybe so long to the point that they miss their window and they don't even get in the tournament or they, you know, get knocked I mean, up in the SEC but, tournament. But you, that, that, that could be knocked a, around a reason. 
<laughs> that could be a reason though, is, is the, the, the more desperate team by far is Kentucky here. That, and that's true. Yeah. That, that is scary. A desperate Calipari led team that they really can't give up. a. I, I don't know. Maybe they're too young to realize they, hey, if they had, a, if they were a team that played like, like, and you watched them play and you're like, wow, they play team ball. Maybe. Cause yeah. then, then, the, you know, the, the, whatever they say, high tide rises all ships or whatever, but <laughs> this is not that this is not the tide rising. Did you, where'd you get that from swing your sword? Was that, <laughs> was that from swing your sword? <laughs> Potentially. Potentially. <laughs> all right. We're going to get in the second half of the six pack before we do want to shout out better than Vegas. That's right. Daily video picks from the SGPN crew. Ryan Rich Fat Baby hitting you up with some NBA picks. Colby and his brother hitting you with some college basketball, college experience picks. Even going to get some golf stuff in there. Kramer and I locking down some weekend NFL picks. We do it all over at Better Than Vegas. And uh, again, you can you can create your own profile, put out your own picks. Check out all the uh, picks that handicappers are giving out. They're completely free and uh, a lot of good handicappers out there. Sportsgamingpodcast.com slash BTV. That'll send you right to our profile. Just hit subscribe so you don't miss a pick. Sportsgamingpodcast.com slash BTV for better than Vegas. And shout out to the YouTube chat, Sean. Yes, fire away. We will be, uh, we'll be getting to some of these uh, questions later and we will be uh, hitting on a couple games. So if you guys. Want to throw out a game for the uh, Danta base and uh, Kramer and I to break down? Feel free to uh, feel free to uh, drop it in, in the there. chat. Yeah, there you go. You got there. Yes, got a lot of moving parts, Kramer. <laughs> You're doing a great reading, job. I was reading You're XFL Jim's comments. Place your bets, please. <laughs> I was not. I was not betting live blackjack on the Win Sportsbook app. We got an interesting one here in Omaha, Nebraska, Creighton. Creighton, however you pronounce it, lane 10 against Providence. I'll tell you this much, Colby. Damian Jefferson, senior guard. He's <laughs> he's making the list as far as senior guards coming into his own 40% from the three-point line. I'm just watching highlights of uh of this Creighton team. I, I love the the way he attacked the rim and then just dude seems lights out shooting. Now I'm all in on Creighton. I know it's a big number. What are you doing? Are you, you like Providence in the points? Colby? Yeah, man. Yep. I'm, a, I'm an Ed Cooley guy, man. And ne- <laughs> I know never to fade David Duke. And, and uh, well, I mean, that's not uh, David Duke and AJ Reeves. Do you want to talk about great guard? Yes. Play, AJ Reeves. Play. He's also yeah. on my list. 16 threes in his last five and, games. And keep an eye on, 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 on their big man, Nate Watson. Yeah. He's a stud. Now, now Creighton, they got scorers galore. Right, Creighton and so Iowa they always do. remind me, but they never play any defense. Well, and that's you know one that's something else that I've noticed is y- you watch everyone talks about how good this Iowa team is, but you know uh, Creighton Creighton's had some really good offenses. We we've we've talked about it coming to the tourney. They've they've looked, but what happens? They win a game and then they go home. And, and I would argue that this is a stadium they're normally really really good at home, and I think they've played decent so far this year. But I still think. It's not the same. It's it's not the same as like like they had a true home court environment, just like Duke does. That affects them. I don't think they play as good. They're still a really talented team. Give me, uh, I, 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 dude. I'm an Ed Cooley coach. Kramer, uh, he's one, he's I know. Guys. I, yeah. I not to use your uh, your own Ken Palm against you, but Tulsa, 34th in the nation Wait. in adjusted defense. 90, Creighton, 
Oh, sorry, Tulsa. I <laughs> you moved ahead to the next. I was game looking show. ahead to the next game. God damn it! I, but but the so it, it, I th- what I thought you were going to say is that Providence does not. I mean, but Creighton Creighton thirty fifth uh, in adjusted defense. That's what I was getting at, and twelfth <laughs> overall in uh, Ken Palm's adjusted metrics. So the defense, not the liability that it it uh, according to the advanced metrics that's previously been. <laughs> Creighton has had Creighton's had some good defenses. Crane's had defenses that show up on paper before. I guess it, it, the problem will be if, if Providence uh, fails to defend the three-point line, they could be in trouble. Would you agree yeah. with that, Colby? If not, uh, you take the points. You take the uh, the the heart the the Providence team. They're going to bring the money. Yeah, they, they're they're always you know they, they they're just a team with a great work ethic that's going to bang you. And, lunch pal, you know, yeah, lunch pal. Yeah. So so. Uh, can't go against a lunch pail team. I just think Creighton, and I still think that's the stats could be like you got to remember this wolf. Factor in all those mid majors that they played. If you're playing uh, Omaha, Nebraska University, then uh, your defensive numbers might the look a little, it might look a little bit better. So we'll see as the season prolongs. And Next, don't forget, Creighton is a private school. Next up, we got <laughs> Tulsa heading to Houston, Texas, Houston, Lane twelve and a half. Of course, Tulsa upset Houston. That was in Tulsa mm. not too long ago. And since then Houston been kind of on a tear. Haven't lost since that Tulsa game. 12 and a half is a huge number. And I, and I felt like this Tulsa team really hung with Houston. Uh, well, obviously, I mean, they won the game, but can they do it again? Will Houston you know, just be dying for revenge here? How do you see this, Colby? I'm on the Golden Hurricane, man, and, and it's a shame. COVID. This this team last year was a veteran team that uh, was going to make the NCAA tournament. They were really hot last year. Now those guys all graduated, so I think we all oh, hot, 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 hot. when when previewing hot, 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 hot. when previewing them this this off season, uh, we thought okay they're going to struggle this year. But Frank Haith doing a good job uh, with these guys, and, and I think there's too many points. Houston's still really good, but they, look, Caleb Mills transfers to Florida State. They lose one of their mm-hmm. best players. That's going to be a factor when you play a good team like this. Well, and just and just watching the highlights of the game, they seem like two teams that just Tulsa matched up well. Like they didn't, I don't know. There wasn't any uh, like matchup where Houston was clearly dominant, and maybe it was because they were at, at Tulsa. But I, I I felt like they they're not afraid of this Houston team. And you would argue that I think one of the strengths of Houston's defense and why they're so good is they defend the three point line really well. Uh, Tulsa doesn't really rely on the three point line, so. Now that that does concern you, uh, if they are able to, if they are, they do struggle. The fact that they don't have that in their uh, their arsenal, but I think I, I think it should like it's a strength on strength matchup in a way that 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 like Tulsa is going to bring the ball inside, bang a little bit, and they they should have some success. So. But but Houston guard heavy, they're kind of in a way they're opposites there. That's what I mean. They're yeah, inverted. Yeah. So this is one of those situations where you know Tulsa. Tol- I I like I like the chance of them covering twelve and a half. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you got to take the points there. It's no brainer. I'm scared Plus, of I'm scared of taking the money line just because the the revenge factor. But twelve and a half feels way too high. Houston's also somehow in my uh, I pulled out my black book of teams that I, I I'm pausing on betting on, and, and Houston's <laughs> one of those teams. I feel like we've had some bad moments in the tourney. Oh yeah. Um, they, well, they, I got I got Houston, destroyed on that fucking Michigan game. No, winner. Mi- that, yeah. They were the other side <laughs> of that Michigan game. That's what I thought. Okay. Abilene Christian heads to Holtzville, Texas, six thirty tip off here Wednesday night, West Coast time. Sam Houston State, three and a half point home dog. Admittedly, haven't watched a ton of Abilene Christian oh, yet this year. Colby. You're missing out. 
They are. They are 46 in adjusted defense. That is a, a stat that jumped out at me. Same Houston State on the opposite end, 216th in adjusted defense. I don't know, Colby. Those are the only nuggets I got on this game. Can I tell you How why? How are you handicapping this? Let me tell you. This is this is a this is a marquee. Like, I, give me these come tournament time all day. The number one team according to with Ken Palm's metric, turning you over, going against the 274th team with Sam Houston State. That that's that's the kind of matchup you love. Only laying three and a half. It's there's going to be lots of easy buckets for this team. Yeah. Uh, I, I've already bet this. Yeah. As uh, soon as I saw that that discrepancy, I was like, "All right, gone. I'm at the well, window. Let's and, go." And this is the Southland Conference, which which you know Stephen F. Austin is in this conference, and and yeah. we know their rich history in the tournament. Well, Abilene Christian's always been that team that fucks with Stephen F. Austin. <laughs> this year, that they're, they're I think they're the best team in the Southland. They're quite I, experienced as well, uh, dude. Their guard Mason can play. I, I love his game, and uh, dude, I'm all over it, man. So, uh, Abilene Christian played a couple uh, big programs this year, and, and they they. Fought well. They they didn't win the games, but I felt like it's early in the year. Come March, they're gonna they're gonna shock somebody. Yeah, we might have to bet the first half in this one too. Yeah, I like that. I mm-hmm. like that. Okay, we got some uh, listener questions to get to, and if you guys are in the YouTube chat or Twitch or Twitch, youtubecom <laughs> podcast, throw out your questions, and uh, we'll get to them before we give out our lock dog tees. And before we do that, I want to shout out Ace per head. That's right. Ace is the place. If you're thinking about starting your own online sportsbook, all you got to do is go to aceperhead.com/sgp. aceperhead.com/sgp. Get up to six weeks free. That's right, six weeks of their amazing sportsbook software, completely free if you use our sign-up link. So they know we sent you aceperhead.com/sgp. aceperhead.com/sgp. Real DGen move. We already got a John Lee who had been calling in a ton on the locker room. Hopefully, uh, we'll be hearing from John because we're going to be doing uh, pregame and postgame shows with your calls on the locker room come uh, Sunday. Obviously, uh, thirty minutes before kick, and then right after the game wraps. John wants to know: UCLA contender or pretender, Colby? Um, I, I mean, I, I think this year it's open. They could go far. I wouldn't shock me, but at the same time. They still the eye test to me at times fails. Arizona, offense. Arizona State had like f- I think three or four guys out, including Remy Martin, who's their best player. Uh, and they they won in overtime. Arizona State hasn't been very good this year. Uh, the Colorado game came down to the the you know the final possession or two. So I still don't like. It's not like they're. Bl- I mean they they blew out uh, who was it Wazoo. I, I'm gonna say yeah. I mean, as much as anybody, but they're not. A, they're not a tier one team to me. They're like mm. tier two with like. So, are, wait, teams. Where do you, what what seed do you think they're gonna get? If they can, well, they're undefeated right now in in, in the Pac-12. Pac-12. Yep. I I don't I don't I don't think that will last. I think they'll lose at, at well. They have that's another thing is both times they've went to play Oregon, they they've had those games canceled because COVID related issues. I think Oregon's still the best team in the Pac-12. Even with Nafali Dante out for the year, so, so you see uh, UCLA two seed. We think no, no. I think I think they're probably going to end up like uh, give me a four or five. What's okay. Lagardi got yeah. him at? Well, right Do now, we I, right now, I think they're penciled in as the number one in the Pac-12, which I don't think will last. But uh, I, I, if I had to guess what Lenardi would have, it might be a three. It might be a three or Kramer, four. Have yeah. we are are we going to send uh, Colby to bracket school? Is there a bracket school? I feel like Joe you Lenard, talk bracketology, so right? Lenardi teaches an online. We course. offered Colby an air raid scholarship. He has yet to follow I'm through. Still waiting with it. on that COVID. Uh, COVID guys. COVID. You know. Uh, St. Joe's, I believe, in Philly. 
If that's the name, uh, yeah, he he teaches bracketology there, I believe. Okay, maybe we can get Colby an online um, virtual course. <laughs> UCLA uh, currently a five seed. Yeah, that's in what the bracketology. Say, like, this is so. Still- so I have a follow up to that then, contender pretender. Thing. So I, so there's two undefeated uh, big conference teams, I guess you would call them, right? Gonzaga and Baylor. Gonzaga kind of not a big conference, but but, but they've scheduled so aggressively out of conference. All right, so Gonzaga, yeah. Baylor, uh, outside, like who's the t- who's who passes the eye test for you then? Who's the team that you like? Because it's kind of wide well, open. I would do like there's a tier one. Ooh, where tiers, I, w- I, like I would put Gonzaga, uh, Baylor, Texas would be there. Mm. Um, I think Virginia and Texas Tech are probably going to end up there. Uh, so you think Virginia's figuring it out? I I do, and, and Tony Bennett does that every year, dude. Fuck that. Um, I think Alabama's Sorry. approaching it. I think, um, dude, you want to speak of which? Yeah. We haven't gotten a well, chance. Well, and and you mentioned Michigan, Jake Paquin coming in, and uh, shout out to Jake. Does a ton of our photoshops, kills it uh, with the graphics. He wanted and uh, he did that great uh, Bob Ross painting of uh, our DFS guy John <laughs> Jackson. The best things I've seen. <laughs> very, very year. beautiful. Make sure you check out our Instagram for that one. It's a, it's a one of a kind. He wants to know: Can Michigan make a deep run this year? As a Michigan fan, seems like a tough task. How long are these Michigan legs, Colby? I mean, dude, right now, this is what's this is why college basketball is in, in my opinion, as a guy that's covered the sport for. You know, since I've been alive, essentially, um, uh, I like uh, the idea of you covering it when you're alive, but also not for any sort of media outlet. Just covering it, dude. For, we for would, wa- I'm, I'm, for, we would watch every fucking game that hey, came just, on TV. We just, yeah. When we found you, we just put yeah. a mic in front of you. There is no. <laughs> you were already covering the games. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. It's just we, like we, this needs to be broadcasted. People don't know this that we were picking every game on an email chain. Yeah. So it was already fucking happening long Sean before goes, the West Sports you, Gambling Podcast. Have you seen podcast. this guy? He just walks up and down the street <laughs> talking about college basketball to no one. We it's just like plugged him in. Got a shooting guard. It's like, um, what, wait, no, Michigan, Michigan. Michigan can. I mean, look. I mean, right now, like I said, they're they're tier one to me. But what's great about this season is I truly believe anyone really in the top fifty will have a chance. But uh, yeah, at top tier, like there's like seven teams. That I think right well, now, well, and 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 to jump in there, I, I think the the fact and we were talking about it last week, the Big Ten is so competitive. I, I think they're playing a pretty tough Big Ten schedule as well. So if they can get through that and kind of hold their own, I think they're going to be pretty battle tested come tournament time. Yeah, I mean the only thing that would go against that is Shit. I thought the Big Ten was the best the past couple of years. And they haven't fared very well in the NCAA tournaments. True, yeah. that's true. It is it what? is kind of a different game. Now I have a different question. Because uh, just seeing uh, some of these programs, especially in the SEC, especially like the football, the football programs in the SEC, uh, I got like who has the highest payroll? We looking at the top. Well, we know LSU has been 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 had. Well, Alabama probably not happy with a national championship last year for LSU. B how much they talked about how gangster LSU is paying all those players. Well, but now look yeah. at I mean Alabama, maybe at the the class they got going, this Alabama team, they must be kicking a little bit to the basketball guys now cuz yeah. they they look lights out. I mean, uh 
I forget what they shot tonight, but it was it, it was like crazy. 22 threes tonight. Yeah, yeah. And I, the, the, Goddamn I, Golden State Warriors. I, I, and in, I've been riding Tuscaloosa. Yeah, I've been riding Bama like all year, and I faded them tonight because I was like, they're due for a loss. See what we they don't, don't know, know the yeah. meaning of regression. We don't know what Gonzaga is doing for all of these people's families who are overseas. <laughs> Way less regulation going on oh, over there. there. You go. Way more normal to be paid to play. Mm. Uh, Gonzaga has turned from like a oh that's cute powerhouse to oh they're around every year to like it would be weird if they didn't dominate yeah they're, all the they're, way like and and it, it makes you wonder I I know this is just perhaps the ultimate culmination of a team that's a little seasoned but <laughs> are they I mean no one talks about Gonzaga paying it's a private school. They have this pipeline. I mean, maybe, but I, I don't know. I mean, like my thing is the football revenue is just no, so know, substantial that you got to just follow that. So which, which one of these teams that's especially the, of the teams that are kind of popping up out of nowhere, which one's paying, which, which football school that we don't <laughs> you typically gotta go Alabama. Alabama. You just saw <laughs> today, uh, Nick Saban's former defensive coordinator, Jeremy Pruitt got busted at Tennessee for handing out McDonald's <laughs> bags of cash. No, you know no, I mean? no. That started after yeah. he left that, that enough. No, no, no. I told you, man, I was somewhere I'm loving it. Uh, I, w- I was uh, at a, a UC, the UCF LSU game. Right. And I'm sitting next to like a, a, a lawyer, like a, a pretty big shot lawyer in Baton yeah. Rouge. And he was like, he gets a little hammered. And then he starts telling me, he's like, yeah, I laundered money for, 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 uh, for uh, Coach O, right to to these players, I I, I personally dealt allegedly. with it. Yeah, this is what you like, overheard. I, what I don't get is, like, who loses if we just make it public knowledge <laughs> what we're paying these kids? Who loses? Well, and what's great is he's like Saban g- gave us the blueprint, so now we just follow that. So it's like you know everyone was, in the SEC is doing were, it. Then. I always yeah. thought they were doing it surreptitiously through the shoe people, but it turns out they're just like. Uh, get a bag. Oh, what do you have in your office? Oh, you got McDonald's bags. Okay, yeah. Well, and also, don't give it to them in the same bag every single time. Then it creates a trail. Then it's like, why yeah. are you going to the McDonald's asking for twenty bags? Yeah, I'll have a, I'll have well, a, I'll have a egg McMuffin yeah. and a hash brown <laughs> and twenty and, uh, grand, twenty three uh, empty McDonald's bags. It's like, no, just put it in a different bag every time. Or what happened to the old school envelope? Uh, he Come got on. busted by going in and ordering fries and asking for a bag for each French fry. The, the first coach that uh, the college coach that figures out cryptocurrency, look oh. out. Look out, America! But, but in a way, I mean, I I kind of was I kind of thought it was genius. It reminded me of high school. We used to have a, uh, I used to know a, a a weed dealer that worked at a Sheets gas station <laughs> that would deal his weed out of the Sheets gas. Like you'd go yeah. to order your burger, MTO. And, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. You, you know what I'm fucking, talking about. You get the the weed. And I was like, this is genius. My buddy uh, had a similar <laughs> operation. He worked at a uh, 48 Hours Video. And then he would. Whoa, Sean! What the fuck is that? Oh, it's a no. No, but they did. They did rent porn videos as well. And he eventually got fired for that. But he was also selling weed at the uh, video place, and he would just put the weed in with the video. So smart! That's genius. Easy money. Yeah, it's back in a simpler day. Now these millennials just have their uh, weed maps delivering it right to their house. Clemson. They don't know what it's like to go (laughs) listen to a guy talk about his band. Maybe play. you know, uh, Grand Theft Auto for four hours. Yeah, place a lot of a lot of weed dealers owned a bunch of reptiles. You got to look at that. For I a mean, while. honestly, James Franco in uh, Pineapple Express kind kind of yeah. plays a really on par like uh, like East Coast drug dealer. I was weed gonna say, dealer, yeah. well, what about what about Clemson though that uses the church? That's oh, that's, yeah. that's another known, good one. Yeah, that, well, that's, that's how classic. that's how yeah. Cam Newton got paid. Yeah, 
That's a good, uh, again, yeah. allegedly, these people are obviously <laughs> worth money to these programs. Yes. It, uh, who again? Who loses? Who loses? The fans, Ryan, and these student athletes. All right, we amateur have amateur athletics, Sean. Breaking news: We have the listener pick. It's in, and uh, Greg Kalish wants to know. He wants to know just because it's the early game. DJ move. That's what I was he's, uh, alluding to. Only. Wants to know the one o'clock East Coast tip because we just went through all the uh, late games that people will actually be watching. But the hardcore guys, they want they're going to be all over this Fordham Davidson line. Opened at seventeen. It's now Davidson minus. I will call it at sixteen, depending on where. Already you in the it. sheet, Sean. It's seventeen. Seventeen. Thank you all right, much. lock it up. Colby, what are we doing here? Oh man, I, I gotta take the points, man. I know Fordham's coming off an ass kicking, but Pat, Patty C's been a, a guy that's been locking up Fordham a lot this year for some <laughs> strange reason, and I feel like he's been covering a decent amount of times. So I think Fordham's probably a little bit better than that that number. Uh, Davidson also, you got to remember Davidson, although well coached by Bob McKillop, he's been there since the eighties. Um, they're not a team that has great athletes. They, they kind of just do the old school, great basketball pick and roll, like Jerry Sloan's jazz back in the day. And uh, yep. so when you traditionally don't have a, a ridiculously athletic team, I feel like when they play the smaller schools, they let them hang around a little David. So still win this game by 10 or 12, but give me Fordham. Yeah. I mean, I guess um, I'll take the North. Give me Fordham. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, D- Davidson does have a bunch of huge wins, but I think the early tip is even helping them. Uh, is even helping them, or sorry, is helping Fordham a little bit more because I think when you wake up late, I think there's college kids, there's a body clock thing. It's really hard to cover a big number. Although they do play UMass Sunday nine a.m. our time, they they might destroy them. But <laughs> I, I I still think Fordham hangs and covers that number. Yeah, there there are 357 Division One college basketball teams. Fordham's offense is 347. <laughs> so let's go, baby. Oh let's go. <laughs> All right, time for the lock dog, not tease. You shouldn't Definitely be teasing. Tease. Don't tease college basketball, Jesus Christ. Okay. Savage. Uh, I tease. Lock dog, <laughs> bonus lock, and if you want to throw out a COVID game. Feel free, Colby. Oh, definitely, definitely. What is your what is your lock? My, my lock is Abilene Christian. I th- yeah. It's it's just uh, you know I, I think they are the real deal this year. I th- wouldn't shock me if they made a run like we saw Loyola make one uh, you know one year. So um, my dog, my dog. Let's go, let's go with the Georgia Bulldogs mm, to get it okay. done in Athens. All right, like that. What's the, your bonus? The Kentucky sucks. Uh. Dog, the like the bonus lock. Hang on. I got to go. But first off the COVID game, I will give you, give me i I'm going to, I'm going to say that uh, St. Joe's George Mason, right? Okay. DC pretty wow, close. Okay. You know, okay. I could see George Mason potentially happening there. Yeah. I can see a little breakout happening over okay, there. Little, little, little. Um, <laughs> my, my extra game, give me Rhode Island minus five against Duquesne. Okay. Rhode Island minus five against Duquesne. Fats Russell again, man. He needs to step up. Last time they choked. Ryan, give us your uh, lock. Same lock as Colby. I lo- I think they turned the, the ball over a ton. I think they got a lot of easy buckets. It won't be a big deal covering the three and the hook on the road. For my dog, uh, I, I don't want to just copy Colby. So I'm going to take St. Bonaventure. Oh. Uh, they get it done. <laughs> 
You want me to take Clemson? You got to remember, yes, guys. We don't have as many games as the college football slate, so we're gonna have lap over because we would have like the that's five right. top that's twenty-five right. matches. Right. And, and okay. for my bonus pick, uh, I don't know if you've watched another team that sucks this year is North Carolina, and they are laying. They might a, not make the tournament. They are laying a fuck ton of points to a Wake Forest team that will certainly be motivated. Uh, so give me the. I think I'm seeing twelve. Yeah, I'm seeing twelve too. Yeah, give me plus twelve with Wake, and then uh, COVID. You know, Arkansas Auburn gonna hit us there. <laughs> I think I was actually gonna go way left field, and there's a game between uh, East Tennessee and Western Carolina tomorrow. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna go there. It's a daytime game. I, I don't know the 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 protocols. Maybe they don't work as well in the morning <laughs> slash afternoon. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh, with that one. Okay, for my lock. Mm. I have a second bonus lock. I, I wasn't. I, I know. Yeah, I, I found a better one too. I think. <laughs> I found a better one. Okay, <laughs> we can. Uh, all right. What am I going to do here? I, I like Saint. You know what? Uh, I'm going to do uh, for my dog. Give me Saint Bonaventure money line. Scared Kramer off it, so I gotta. I gotta stick with it. I mean, I'll take it if you don't want it. Hmm. I, I want to lock up Georgia Tech. Do I go against you two and take Georgia Tech? I also like. You know what? I like Tulsa plus twelve Sean, and a half. Georgia Tech hasn't played in two and a half. Weeks. Yeah, that is that is a little wonky. <laughs> I'll, I'll, lock go, it up. I'll go. I'll go Tulsa twelve and a half. They they can they can hang with this Houston team for my bonus pick. I will go with. Uh, all right, I'm going to go Wisconsin. Going to keep it chalky. Wisconsin laying ten against Northwestern. Lock that up for my bonus pick and for my COVID game. I would like Chattanooga versus Samford. That's mm. oh, that's beautiful. That's strong. Feels very strong. strong. High COVID potential. <laughs> Chattanooga. They they're known for their trains. Trains. They're very compact. People hang out. You talk to the people that live on. Did you know COVID. people live on trains? <laughs> I didn't know that. Well, I've seen Snowpiercer, so yeah. I'm I'll aware. have to. I'll One day, in the entire society will live on a train. Right? They stole to, that screenplay idea from they're, me. They're, oh, don't I can't believe you brought up Snowpiercer in front of Colby, Sean. I, <laughs> I'm I, still I, mad about that. This is on the no fly zone. <laughs> also, Richard Gerthberger pointing out, uh, not to beat a dead horse, but Heineken, Heineken, Lacroix. <laughs> I just oh, anytime Richard Gerthberger checks in on the YouTube chat, I love uh, I love reading that guy's name. Long. Cox. Enjoy your liver. <laughs> Make sure uh, you check out the college experience. If you haven't subscribed, I don't know what you're doing. And then every day, Colby Dan putting out a ton of college basketball picks. Him, Patty C, NC Nick. Get the picks, the spreadsheet, sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Click the uh, NCA basketball picks up there or uh, so many podcasts on the college experience. Saturday morning, also, we're going to go on that uh, locker, locker room. room app. I almost <laughs> called it. I almost said Foot Locker app. Uh, the locker the, room app. You got to get yeah. on the internet for yeah. it. <laughs> going to get on the locker room app. So he he's going to be taking your calls. Nice little Saturday morning pregame college basketball show. Just a fireside chat with Colby Dan. There you go. And I might have, dude, the list might be back. The list might be back. I'm starting to wonder: Does Colby just have a list and we don't? I know. I, I'm I'm really worried. And the fucking and universe. The list is getting is rating so well with the audience. I'm worried it's just going to become. He's got to punch me in the face, dude. Colby right? is a man of the a man of the people. Fucking I'm diva. worried. I'm worried he's just going to kind of lean into it to the point we'll never be able to get rid of the list. And uh, don't forget. Uh, please leave us a nice uh, nice review there on the old Apple Podcast. We give out. Merch every Monday for people who have left reviews, aka Merch Monday. So send in those reviews. 
Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. For the Sports Gambling Podcast, I'm Sean, stacking the money green, and he is Ryan. Another team that sucks, Sean, is the Huskies. Fade them tomorrow. Take the buffs who have a mascot of a bison. Kramer, let it ride.